What's up, you cool cats and kittens? Justin Michael back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Now, if you're wondering, are the rates really as good as what I've been hearing? They are. They absolutely are. And you do not want to miss out on this. Look, y'all, it's pretty simple. Mike and Virginia are here to make the refinance process as simple as possible. They can save you up to hundreds a month and thousands of dollars in interest over the life of the loan. Who doesn't want to save thousands of dollars? They can help you find out if you're eligible to reduce or potentially even eliminate your current mortgage insurance premiums, but they know refinancing is not for everyone. Mike and Virginia will run a quick analysis and honestly let you know whether refinancing might be right for you. Visit dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. And most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Call Mike directly at 970-412-2472, 970-412-2472, or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Oh yeah, welcome into another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. I'm Justin Michael, and I've been watching a lot of Fargo lately. No, but seriously, guys, Fargo is the... the, I just finished the first season of Fargo, and I don't think I've been enjoyed a a TV series that much in in a couple of years. Maybe, Maybe the first season of Barry. I really loved Barry on HBO. First season of True Detective was amazing, but God, it was just so captivating. And uh, yeah, so I've been doing these terrible Midwest accents for basically like four days straight. And I think my roommate is going to murder me by the end of the week. So if I don't report on the Fresno State game, just assume that my uh, my roommate killed me because I would not stop doing absolutely just awful uh, Minnesota and, and North Dakota accents. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways, getting on track and, and talking about the things that you guys are actually interested in. We're going to be talking QBs and running backs. Uh, Specifically, I want to dive into Marcus McElroy a little bit. I I wrote about it, but he had a monster performance at Fresno State last year. And then we're just going to kind of talk about the offensive line and, you know, the quarterback situation because it's a little bit odd for CSU at the moment. And uh, we're going to play some audio from Adazio as usual. And yeah, we'll just uh, go over all of it. I'm really, really looking forward to this game. Knock on wood. Uh, you know, no fingers crossed, all of that stuff. Whatever superstitions you have, be careful this week because, God, we need this football game. We just need something to focus on that, you know, isn't super depressing like the wildfires and COVID and everything else that just seems to happen in 2020 in this never-ending cycle of misery. So, yeah, I just want to talk about football. I want to be excited, and that's what I'm going to do today. And uh, we're going to start off with with the quarterback position because I think that's probably the most pressing uh, in terms of what the fans are most interested in. You talked yesterday about you might know, be able to say who your quarterback was today. Is that anything you're, have you made that decision? If so, are you comfortable sharing it? You know, uh, frankly, we have not, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to, that's a process that uh, we said, I said we would do that, um, you know, towards the end of our work week. Um, so today we wrapped up and we'll start to 
really dig into that a little bit uh, today. So, no, we have not made a decision yet. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't feel the same urgency as I have in years past because I really think that, especially at a lot of positions, but especially that position, you know, I just think guys have got to split reps right now and, you know, and really compete because I just don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow morning or Thursday morning and be dictated that someone's out. So because that mindset to me just makes me th look at it differently too. Let's just keep competing and let's keep everybody rolling. Because sometimes at that position, you have a tendency if you pick a starter and, and that guy gets all the reps and the next thing you know, the next guy's not really getting equal reps at all. And, and, you know, and that's important. I get that. But in this world we're in now, in a blink of an eye, someone else has got to step in and play. So I'm trying to, like, roll eight, eight linemen, uh, two quarterbacks, uh, you know, a bunch of tight ends. I mean, just trying to do that just by design. That was Steve Adazio answering Kelly Lyle's question on the status of the starting quarterback position. And, you know, as Adazio kind of laid out there, it's, it's not a normal situation. You know, I think about oh, probably a week or two ago now, I, I did an entire podcast dedicated on to, you know, why I think long term, a, a multi-quarterback system, probably not the best thing for CSU, just in terms of chemistry, rhythm, confidence, all of those things. Having said that, though, Adazio makes some pretty great points. You know, you have to be ready. Just look at the Wisconsin situation. You know, one day they're fine, then all of a sudden their top three quarterbacks are out. Now, obviously, their game against Nebraska got postponed, so that that might or canceled. There's not really any flexibility. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that moving forward. You know, I think if you lost all of your quarterbacks, you probably wouldn't be playing anyways. You got to have at least one based on the Mountain West rules. But I don't know. I just think it, it, it's smart to continue to prepare these guys because, one, I think... CSU added a pretty valuable transfer in Todd Centio from Temple University. Really athletic guy. Uh, it's been pretty clear that he's been very popular in the locker room, has been able to win people over very quickly. And, you know, some of the staffers, with what I've heard, they, they've really been impressed with the, you know, game-changing type athleticism that he brings to the table. And that's one of the things that Adazio pointed out about him. And and I'll play that audio as well, which is kind of just Adazio going through the strengths of each of the various quarterbacks. But I definitely don't think that it's a given that Patrick O'Brien is just, you know, the lockdown starter or, you know, we should expect to only see O'Brien. Definitely early, I think we're going to see both guys until somebody's able to kind of separate themselves from the pack. Hell, we might even see some Justice McCoy. Who knows? Um, but I just think that given everything we've been told, you know, from... Patrick O'Brien missed significant time in training camp. Uh, they didn't outright say that it was COVID for privacy reasons, but that's why he missed time was COVID. And, you know, all of those reps he missed all of those days, that was all valuable for Todd, man. That was all a chance for him to prove, you know, hey, if if it doesn't work out for Patrick, I'm, I'm pretty dang good too. And I just wonder, you know, if in the back of their minds, you know, the coaching staff, that's their guy, that's who they brought in. I don't know. I, I I really think we're gonna see a decent amount of Todd Santillo this year, whether you know that's a two QB system or potentially even him, you know, winning the starting job outright at some point. I'm I'm not saying this to take any shots at Patrick O'Brien. I think he's done, you know, an admirable job, especially given the circumstances last year. That was such a tough spot. And, you know, we saw as the season went on, he was able to kind of come into his own 
and you know really take over command of that offense, be the leader, all of those things. I think early on, the arm talent was always there. I just don't think he necessarily ran the offense. And a lot of that probably was because he didn't get those reps. Exactly what Adazio was talking about. You know, when you lock down, this is our guy, only him. You know, if if that guy plays every snap of the season, it works out pretty well. But, you know, how how rare is that? Just think about everything that happened with Colin Hill and and Nick Stevens and God, it's just been a quarterback carousel the last five years. But, you know, you got to you got to be prepared for anything. And that's kind of the approach that CSU is taking with this. And, you know, I I don't think long term that two QBs would be the way to go if you're going to actually be a contender. But we'll see how this all plays out. And, and I'm definitely interested to see, you know, which one of these guys gets the most reps against Fresno State. Can can someone come out and, and just look like the clear cut guy? This is the guy that should run the offense or. Is it going to be a situation where it might be, you know, a couple of weeks until, you know, we really know who's best suited? We'll see. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I uh, I feel kind of odd talking about this situation just because of how little practice that we've gotten to watch from the media side. Well, no practice. We haven't got to watch any practice. And so basically, I'm kind of relying off of what's being told to me and what I already know. But it's, it's an odd situation. Odd situation, but should be a fun one. But here is that audio from Steve Adazio just kind of talking about the strengths of the different quarterbacks and, you know, how comfortable he feels with everyone. One of the things he pointed out is even though Justice McCoy doesn't have a ton of live game experience, technically, you know, all three of those guys have had live game reps against D1 teams. So it'll be interesting. Here is that audio. Yeah, uh, I'll start with Justice. Um, I think Justice has really come a long way. Very uh, smart guy who understands the whole offense. Um, he's made a bunch of plays um, through training camp. I think he's really done a nice job. I think he's really grown. Um, I think um, uh, Toddy, well, same for Justice, Ty, all of them. And Toddy's come in, adapted, and learned a new system, didn't have any spring ball. Um, you know, I think he's extremely athletic. Really good leader. So he has a lot of good things going for him. He's made a bunch of plays. I think Pat, Pat missed um, a, a fair amount of time, you know, uh, no fault of his own. Um, and uh, Pat had some spring um, and did a nice job. Um, and then he's done a nice job in training camp as well. Uh, Pat's more of a pure thrower, you know, but. Uh, has moved the team well. So I think, you know, those, all three of those guys have done a really good job and have really grown. And uh, quite frankly, I, I feel comfortable that we could play with any one of those three, um, does, which is a good thing. Does the offense change any, depending on which one of them's in there? Or are you able yeah. to kind of them play with each of them? Yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit. I mean, we're going to run the same offense. You might accentuate a few things more with one guy versus the other. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get the ball around pretty good to a lot of different people. So, but I think they're all talented guys and um, have all, well, I, I guess all of them have played in major college football games, some more than others, but they've all at least been in real action.
The season is in full swing and the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you do not want to miss out. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. And you know, hey, if you're not a big college football better, that's okay. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings is offering odds boosts every single Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick Penn State or Ohio State and turn $1 into $100 if they win. That's right, turn $1 into $100 if they win using the promo code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Cool, 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 cool. The, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about is just the running back situation. And Marcus McElroy, who, you know, if, if you guys remember, he went absolutely off in that Fresno State game last year. Career best, 18 carries, 117 rush yards, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, averaged about six and a half yards per carry. So really, you know, the Bulldogs, they couldn't stop him. So, you know, I decided to kind of pick his brain and kind of ask him, you know, do you remember specifically, you know, what went well for you that night? You know, were you feeling yourself? What was happening? And one of the things that McElroy talked about was just a, a general level of confidence. He felt so much more sure of himself going into that Fresno State game. You know, part of it was probably that by that point, Marvin Kinsey had been kicked off the team. So, you know, it was very clearly his job, Jalen Thomas as well, but it was, you know, pretty much Marcus's role to lose. And so I'm sure he was feeling pretty good in that regard. One of the other things that probably was a factor was, you know, he feels pretty home at Fresno. He's got a lot of family out there. And then, you know, finally just just feeling healthy. That's that's such a big factor, especially at a position like running back where everything is about explosiveness. It's about making those decisions in a split second and, and just being sure of them. They might be wrong. But you have to be sure of your decisions when you're a running back or you're never going to be the type of explosive player that, you know, coaches are looking for in the backfield. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. When, when I look at this game, at least on paper, to me, Marcus McElroy is probably the, the most important player in this entire game. Obviously, for a running back to be successful, you know, you need a quality offensive line. And he, he does think that the offensive line is going to be much improved this year. It's going to be a lot of new faces. Barry Wesley... Uh, looking like he'll be the only returning starter. I do think we'll see Scott Brooks get in the rotation as well. And, you know, like like Adazio said, you you got to have plenty of offensive linemen to roll out there. Uh, but just from the running back position specifically, especially in this Fresno State game, I think it's just going to be so important. You got to be able to control the tempo. If you're running the football successfully, you're doing that. You're dictating the pace. You know, you're controlling possession. You're not putting the football in the hands of Fresno State, which on the road, always important. And uh, just from a confidence perspective, get him going early, you know, get that O-line moving, show that you can run the football, and then it's just going to open up everything from there. You have this incredibly stacked wide receiver core. If you can run the football successfully, it's only going to make it easier to get them the football. You know, those guys, 
They're big-time playmakers down the field. This offense could be really dangerous, though, if it's all you know based on running the football successfully, setting up the play action, and catching the defense when they're off guard. I, I just think that's what CSU is going to have to do if they want to win consistently against some of these teams you know, like Boise State, San Diego State, that have superior athletes on the defensive side of the ball. You know, last week, Boise State and San Diego State, those were the top two defenses in the entire country in terms of yards allowed per play. Now, obviously, you got to take the talent into consideration. San Diego State, they're playing a a rebuilding UNLV team. Boise State, you know, they're facing a, a rebuilding Utah State program. So did they dominate the best offenses in the conference? No. But those, those defenses, they basically made up the entire all-conference team last year, and they returned a lot of those guys. So the talent is there, and you know, you're going to have to be able to beat some of these guys eventually. It just You have to at some point. At some point, you know, so close, we were competitive, just isn't going to be good enough anymore. And that's what the fans were hearing under Bobo so frequently. And it just got to a point where it was falling on deaf ears. You know, we've heard it a million times. So if you want to prove that you're not that, go out. Run the football, set the tone, show you're a physical football team, show you can execute when it matters, and get it done. <laughs> Just get it done, you know? It's so, so simple. I, uh, I kind of mock people when they say things like that, so I guess I have to mock myself there. But you guys get what I mean, you know? Running the football, it's, it's going to be so important for CSU this year. I mean, they haven't been able to do it over the last couple of years, and in my opinion, that's what's really been holding them back. Obviously, you know, defense hasn't been great, but the defense kind of came into their own last year. They CSU lost quite a few games where the defense played pretty damn well. Boise State, San Diego State at times, definitely Utah State. So, you know, I, I just think that everything that CSU does this year, all the success that they could potentially have, it's, it's all going to be predicated on, you know, can the Rams run the football successfully? And, you know, can they play consistent physical and, you know, non-penalized smart defense. Yeah, cool. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to ramble about today. Uh, we'll have more content leading up to this Fresno State game. We are going to close out the podcast with a little audio from Marcus McElroy Jr., kind of talking about his confidence in that Fresno State game last year. Hey, Marcus. Justin Michael of DNBR here. Fresno State was one of your more successful games of the season last year. Do you remember specifically kind of what went well for you in that game? And are you looking forward to, you know, playing them again? Um, I think a lot of kind of what happened last year for me personally was just more of a fact of, um, I think I just kind of came in with a little more confidence. Um, um, a lot of things from last year were just sort of kind of up and down. Um, finally kind of got off my injury a little bit, so I started to feel a little good and uh, the coaches sort of had a lot more confidence in me. So I think going into that one, I just felt a little more confident with, you know, a lot of the things going on scheme-wise and as well uh, for me personally, just health-wise. So, yeah, I'm really excited to play this game. Um, you know, Fresno for me, uh, a lot of my family's from California. So I think, you know, it just gives me sort of like a somewhat at-home feeling. So it's kind of... Nice for me. We'll just go on the second beat, you know? That's how you make music. 
I only seem to write when the words they don't come to me I'm staring at this page and I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivot Simplistic white pages, they dreaming we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas And features those ain't favors, my mood rings an alligator Spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater Staring at white paper, it's habitual behavior Check the flavor, that's some sage advice But confidence a great disguise And certain lines are idolized Like yeah, I'm fine and I don't mind It's out of sight, it's out of mind And I've been dwelling on my past Just to see what I can find Lost and found memories of places I designed And my imagination's different now But I swear that I